0: Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can still. My soul is again this morning. Lord, I thirst to be here again in your presence to bless the covenant-keeping God to bless the one who is the maker of the heavens and the earth my soul thirst to give you praise once again because you are good because you are kind because you are all loving thank you lord this morning for blessing us with a brand new day thank you because you are the keeper of covenants Scripture says that you keep your covenants to a thousand generation of those who love you. Thank you, Lord, because you keep your covenants. Thank you, Lord, because you keep your word. Scripture says not one single word will fail until every one of them come to pass. So we thank you because you keep your word. We thank you this morning because you have blessed us with a brand new day. With brand new blessings, with brand new grace, we say thank you. Thank you for your love that is poured out upon us again this morning in Christ Jesus. Thank you because by his name, by the power of your spirit, we can enter into your presence. We can cry out, our Father, again this morning. Be glorified forevermore in the precious name of jesus lord as we spend this time in your presence to read our bibles once again we ask for insight and understanding in your word speak to us once again in jesus mighty name we pray amen all right let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning i am Eyenike. We continue our study, it's our study of the New Testament. We are now in the book of First Peter. We plan to finish the entire book of the New Testament up to the book of Revelation, the remaining days of this year. So a big thank you to everyone joining in this morning. God bless you. I hope you're doing well where you are. And please remember to continue to share this podcast to as many as you know, if you love a Christian, you want them to grow in their faith. Share this podcast with them, reading the Bible. I promise you will help you grow as a Christian. All right. So let's dive straight back in. Uh, we are reading 1st Peter. 1st Peter has 5 chapters, so we'll seek to do this in in 2 days. Yes, in 2 days. Now Peter's letter is is especially important. Because Peter may be the only person that was probably closer to Jesus than Peter was, was the Apostle John. Okay, so we want to listen to, to Peter because he has a strong eyewitness, and this is very important, an eyewitness account of the events of the life of Jesus. And not just that, what they received from Jesus and are transferring or are delivering now to us. This is so important because in time you see a religion like Islam that comes 600 years after Jesus and then begins to tell us this is what the Bible says. No. No, no, that's not possible the eyewitness accounts of those who walked with jesus okay are so so vital and so important to us this morning so please get your bibles let's read together first peter we'll read chapter one chapter two if we can stop somewhere in chapter three says this letter is from peter an apostle of jesus christ okay so right from the beginning peter makes clear that he is the one writing Uh, Then Practically, I'm not sure there's any other apostle mentioned Peter. There are other Peters, okay, but there is no, I'm not sure there were any other Apostles mentioned Peter. There were several Apostles called James, okay, several Apostles called John, and those brought some contention into who and who wrote their letter. Um, But usually when you listen to the content of the letter, you should be able to tell. If this person is speaking from a place of experience and eyewitness, Peter says, "I am writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners. God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces: provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia." Okay, so God's chosen people will mean Christians that have spread out. So remember that in the beginning, Peter felt that he was simply the apostles sent to the Jews. Why Paul was the apostle sent to the Gentiles? And they tried to put a demarcation, okay, so that Peter could could concentrate reaching to Jewish Christians. Why Paul concentrated on reaching out to Um, gentile christian and if if you read act of the apostles you know that (laughs) almost all of paul's missionary journeys uh, were focused on reaching out to jewish (laughs) jewish christians okay reaching out to the jews okay so and then if you see in peter's letter himself peter writes not just to not just to jewish christians he's writing to god's chosen people that are spread out in all these locations. Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Since God the Father knew you and chose you long ago, and His Spirit has made you holy. God the Father knew you and chose you long ago, and His Spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed Him and have been cleansed by the blood Jesus Christ as a result of the fact that God chose you long ago you have obeyed him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ may God give you more and more grace and peace amen this is all praise to God the Father the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and I love praising God with this particular name the God and father the God and father or the father of our Lord Jesus Christ it is by his great mercy that we have been born again I love this one it is by the great mercy of God not by any human effort not by any human strength it is by God's great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, now we live with great expectation. This is important. Remember who Peter is, have someone who understands the message that Jesus taught. He says that it is by ease that God's grace mercies that we have been born again. Being born again has nothing to do with um, all the good things that you think you can do, all the good things you are doing. No, being born again is about the mercies, the great mercies of God. He says, this is happening because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Without Jesus being raised from the dead, we could never become born again. Because God raised him from the dead, and now we live with expectation. He says, And we have a priceless inheritance. We have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. The inheritance we have with God is pure and undefiled. Nothing can tarnish it. Okay, Those who preach the message that one save forever save, like holding on to the scripture. Mm? They claim that our inheritance in God, our inheritance is kept in heaven for us, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And they are saying that if that is true, then it is beyond change and decay. Um, in some sense, that is true. But that is also very deceptive. That is as long as we have a relationship with him. Remember, the access we have to this inheritance is because we are in Christ Jesus, okay? the minute we are no longer in him the minute we reject him and i'm telling you all you have to do is listen to peter's um to even peter's and paul's letters and you see that there were those who walked with them who walked with christ who knew christ and at some point turned back for whatever reason turned back from the faith some of them were became confused some of them This was simply an attack of the devil so please don't fall into that error, hold your faith, hold it precious and walk with faith and trembling like the Bible says until that day when we stand before him, verse 5 it says and through your faith God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see okay, if it was totally certain and nothing could be changed why is god protecting uh, protecting us by by the power of his spirit okay uh-huh. and through your faith through your faith in other words your faith is still connected we remember what faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. faith is by which we walk with god through this faith through walking with god god is protecting protecting us by his power until we receive this salvation which is ready to be revealed on the last day so be so be truly glad verse 6 there is wonderful joy ahead even though you must endure many trials for a little while there's wonderful joy ahead these trials these trials will show that your faith is genuine okay our trials show that our faith is genuine okay it's not counterfeit i know that there are many christians who do not want their faith to be tested but our the trial of our faith shows that our faith is genuine it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold says do your faith is far more precious than mere gold this is being tested like have you seen have you seen gold passing through fire before? Oh, I, I would like to advise you to, to go to the goldsmith one of these days. When the gold passes through fire, ah, the goldsmith will be waiting to see himself inside the gold. And the minute he can see himself inside it, the gold, he, the gold has been purified of every impurity. That's when, yes, you have pure gold, okay? And that's what's happening to us. Peter says, these trials will show that our faith is genuine. It is, being, it is genuine. He says, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so when your faith is, when so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. And this is what I tell some Christians, okay? It's not a problem that our faith is tried. The most important thing is that we stand firm. And that even makes clear that we understand this, okay? Not that we are never tested. How can we then be sure? Verse 8 You love Him even though you have never seen Him, though you do not see Him now, you trust Him and you rejoice with a glorious inexpressible joy. We trust Christ even though we have never seen him before. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of, of your souls. This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this gracious salvation prepared There is this gracious salvation that is prepared for you and me, right? (laughs) The prophets, and that's why when you look at the Old Testament, the prophets, even in the Old Testament, spoke about these things. Verse 11 says, They wondered what time or situation the the Spirit of Christ within them was talking about when he told them in advance about Christ's suffering and his great glory afterward let's take a look at the whole testament it speaks about jesus christ the messiah coming to suffer and to die okay so they wondered but we would be the generation that would see it and then be preaching it now verse 10, 12 they were told that their message when were, were not for themselves but for you it was not for themselves but for us and now this good news has been announced to you by those who preach in the power of the holy spirit sent from heaven it is also wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happening okay they are eagerly watching these things happen next a call to holy living so prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control Prepare your mind for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed, it, revealed to the world. Okay? Put, put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God-obedient children. Live as God-obedient children. Don't claim that once saved forever save intentionally live as God obedient children don't slip back into your old ways of living listen to Peter (laughs) don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your your own desire you didn't know better you didn't know any better then but now you must be holy in everything you do just as God who chose you is holy Hmm? for the scripture says you must be holy because I am holy and remember, we are 17, and remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favourites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of Him during your time here as temporary residents. I love this part of the message. We are ambassadors. We are temporary residents. This world is not our home for you know that god paid a for god, you know that god paid a ransom to save you from from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors it was not paid with mere gold or silver which lose their value it was the precious blood of christ the sinless spotless lamb of god that was the price that paid for my sins and for your sins god chose him verse 20 as your ransom long before the word begun before the word began, but now in these last days he has been revealed for your sake see through christ you have come to trust in god through christ you have come to trust in god and you have placed your faith and hope in god because he raised christ from the dead and gave him gave him great glory you were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth, so now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your hearts. Love each other, for you have been born again, but not the life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scripture says, the scripture says people are like grass, their beauty are like a flower in the field the grass wither and the flower fades but the word of the lord but the word of the lord remains forever that is how our salvation is it will last forever and that word is the good news that was preached to you okay so because our salvation will last forever we hold on preciously to it but please remember we are temporary residents. Ha, this world is not our home, so we must live like those who are simply passing through. Alright, let's go to 1 Peter chapter 2. It says, so get rid of all evil. If you remember that you are, you are temporary residents, then get rid of all evil behavior. Be done with all deceits, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all kind, unkind and all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow in all, you will grow in full experience, you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Okay? Cry out for this nourishment now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. In other words, there's room for us to grow okay we become born again and not we are not born again at the height okay we are forever we are just okay no we must continue to grow in him and intentionally live lives that glorify him verse 4 you are coming to christ who is the living the living cornerstone of of god's temple he was rejected by people but he was chosen by god for great honor that is who we are coming to verse 5 and you are a living stone that God is building into His spiritual temple. What more? Remember that too. <laughs> you are living stones. You and I, live, listening this morning, we are living stones that God is building into His spiritual temple. Hmm? What more? You are His holy priest. We are not just the living stone. We are His holy priest. We are also a holy nation. <laughs> oh, we are a kingdom of kings and priests at the same time. Since you are living, you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. What more, you are his holy priests. Through the meditation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. As the scripture says, I am placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem chosen for great for great honor, and anyone who trusts in Him will never be disgraced. Isaiah chapter 28 verse 16, this is not New Testamental, this is what God prophesied through the prophets in the Old Testament. I am placing the cornerstone in Jerusalem, chosen for great honor, and anyone who trusts in Him will never be disgraced, I pray. Because of your trust in Christ, you will never be disgraced in Jesus' name. He says, yes, you will trust him, recognize the honor God has given him. But for those who reject him, the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Okay, again, this is Old Testament. Psalm 118 verse 22. The stone the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Eight, and it is the stone that makes people stumble. <laughs> the rock that makes them fall isaiah chapter 8 verse 14 like i said this is peter writing he understands okay preaching christ from the whole testament they stumble because they do not obey god's word and so they meet the faith that was planned for them they stumble and we too will stumble if we refuse to obey god's word so now but you are not like that for you are a chosen people Remember that we are a nation of kings and priests. We are the living stone. We are for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. Wow. Wow. Again, this is already in the Old Testament. Okay, but we are God's very own possessions as a result you can show others the goodness of god for he called you out of dark out of the darkness he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light so once you had no identity as a people now you are god's people we had we didn't have identity once but now we have our identity is that we are god's people now you are god's people once you received. You received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. Since their friends, I want you as temporary residents and foreigners, keep to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very soul. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honourable behaviour and they will uh, they will give honour to God when he judges the world. Okay? Very simple. Because we are temporary residents. Alright. Since, for the Lord's sake, respecting people in authority, for the Lord's sake, submit to all human authority. Whether the king as head of state or the official he has appointed for the king has sent them to punish those who do wrong and to, and to honour those who do right. Okay? It is God who, it's God's will that your honorable lives should silence those ignorant people who make foolish accusation against you. For you are free, yet you are God's slave. So don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Mm-hmm. Don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Respect everyone. Respect everyone and love the family of believers. Fear God and respect the king. Okay, so you who are slaves must must submit to your masters with all res, with all respect. Do what they tell you. Not only if they are kind and reasonable, but even if they are cruel. For God is pleased when when conscious of His will, you patiently endure unjust treatment. Of course, you get no credit for for being patient if you are beaten for doing wrong. But if you suffer for doing good and enjoy it patiently, God is pleased with you. For God called you to do good. Remember, you and I are called to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example, and you must follow His steps. Hmm? Must follow His step. He never sinned nor ever deceived anyone. He did not retaliate when he was insulted nor threaten revenge when he suffered. He left his case in the hand of God who always judges fairly. He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds you are healed. Once you were sheep uh, who wandered away but now you have turned to your shepherd, the guardian of your souls. Hallelujah! sincerely that is who you we are today in christ okay so we can consciously consciously walk with that same understanding i want us to read a few uh, first peter chapter 3 let's read the advice to wives okay to wives paul says peter says first peter 3 us 1 in the same way you wives must accept the authority of your husband then even if some refuse to obey the good news your godly lies will speak to them without any word okay they will be won over by observing your pure and reverent life okay let's stop here let's stop here all right so the message we take away from here today is that we are temporary residents right yes Uh, this world is not our home so live like an ambassador live like someone passing through Hmm? yes be an ambassador of jesus christ consciously live to glorify him one day you will go back and stand before the one who sent you i pray this morning that on that day when we stand before him none of us will be ashamed in jesus name the lord will give us a testimony a testimony that glorifies his name father we say thank you in jesus mighty name we pray amen all right thank you so much for listening today god bless you enjoy your day